Coming up on Transformers University, we are heading back to the UK to take a look at the adventures of Galvatron, Rodimus Prime, Ultra Magnus, and a new Marvel character that would become very important to the Transformers mythos. Right now on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 98 of Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Brucali, owner, operator, madman, behind TFU.info, the website, the Toy Archive, this podcast, TFU News and Views podcast, and oh, so much more. And by so much more, if you happen to catch the Hasbro Pulse Fan Fest live stream, you can probably watch the replay on YouTube. You'll find me in the lower right corner of the transformers fan panel uh i'm there i'm often blocked out by the host but uh but i'm there and you can see me sneaking a peek around her uh every time they showed me and and that was a lot of fun so a uh, big shout out to the fine folks at hasbro for inviting me and letting me join in on the festivities now today we are talking about marvel uk comics we're taking another run through our friends on the other side of the Atlantic and we're gonna go through issues 113 through 120 and a uh, fun part about this is that I've never read these issues until uh, preparing for this episode so uh, if you haven't read them uh, then please join along uh, I'll include some links in the show notes to uh, where you can purchase some of these issues or trade paperbacks involving these issues and the first issue we start off with Marvel UK issue number 113 with a cover of Rodimus Wanting the Head of Galvatron by Jeff Sr. The title of the issue and the story arc is Wanted Galvatron. Now, this issue written by Simon Furman, art by Jeff Sr., letters by Anne Halfacree, Half a Scroll, colors with a U by Stephen White. And I want to point out that this issue, number 113, has had a tremendous impact on the writings of IDW creator James Roberts. Now, this particular issue, uh, according to our friends over at TF Wiki, uh, is the one that got James Roberts hooked on the Transformers universe. And and in his writing of uh, Transformers comics, the number 113 appears uh, repeatedly and often in his work. And this issue, it starts on the robot world of El Pasos. And this is the first location in a comic that is not Earth nor Cybertron. It takes place in the far-flung future of 14 years ago in the year 2007. And it features a character by the name of Death's Head, who's seen a million faces and rocked them all. And he is in a bar learning about Galvatron and Transformers the movie. Now... Death's Head is a character created here by Simon Furman and Jeff Sr. Uh, don't call him a bounty hunter. He is a freelance peacekeeping agent. First appeared in a story called High Noon Tex, which was published in various Marvel UK titles. Uh, this way, Marvel had ownership very similar to how Circuit Breaker was published before showing up in the Transformers books. Uh, he would later cross over with Doctor Who and eventually would join uh, the main Marvel Universe. Now, what we find out here is that post-Transformers the movie, Rodimus had spent months looking for Galvatron's corpse, 
In the time that he was doing that, Shockwave renewed the war for the Decepticons, and so much so that it forced Rodimus to head back to Cybertron and call off his search. So what did he do? He posted a bounty on Galvatron's head, and Death's head will collect on it. So he heads to Cybertron and finds Cyclonus and Scourge. And when he finds them, he fights them. Uh, Scourge makes the mistake calling Death's Head a bounty hunter, and uh, Death's Head ultimately wins and interrogates Cyclonus. Cyclonus believes Galvatron has fled to 1987. Death's Head decides to do a time jump, and that's where this issue ends, leading us to Marvel UK 114. This one, once again, called Wanted. Galvatron. Part 2. Now, the cover features uh, Rekgar as uh, a Winnebago salesman. And this one has art by uh, Jeff Anderson. Uh, also has an inset uh, for a free competition by Cadbury Wildlife Bar. And in the inset, the picture is of a squirrel. Do you win a squirrel? Uh, no, you win an exploration kit, which is uh, binoculars, a notebook, and more. Now, this issue has writing, once again, by Simon Furman, Pencils by Will Simpson, inks by Tim Perkins, letters by Richard Starkings, and colors with a U by Stephen White. On Cybertron in 2007, the Autobots are under attack by an unnamed Decepticon squadron. These Autobots are Rodimus Prime, Record Blur, and Cup. Uh, we find out that it was a trap. It's a trap! And Autobot reinforcements uh, set up a crossfire. Those Autobots, Ultra Magnus, Jazz, Cliffjumper, Bumblebee, essentially the Autobot movie cast uh, that survived the film. And we get a scene that kind of parallels Transformers the movie where the Decepticon squadron leader begs for mercy. But Rodimus Prime offers none and executes the Decepticon on the spot. Afterwards, Prime questions the Autobots' role and has a heart-to-heart with Cup, but is interrupted by Autobot Flunky. And no, that's his name, Autobot Flunky, as according to TF Wiki. Will also be his only appearance, and uh, he is there strictly to tell Rodimus that uh, the Autobot spy Nautilus has arrived. Nautilus essentially recounts the last issue, telling of Death's Head attacking Cyclonus and Scourge. And Rodimus is distressed. Now back on Earth, Bumblebee sees First Aid disappear and knows there's a time jump happening. Now the scene is interesting because it starts after the time jump. Uh, in fact, the first two panels is Bumblebee just looking at like a smoldering uh, ground, uh, knowing that First Aid disappeared. And then the third panel, which uses rounded corners to denote a flashback, and that's a technique Marvel UK seems to do a lot, uh, shows first aid being pulled into that time limbo area it's it's an interesting technique really to uh kind of say something happened and then show it happened you know two panels later uh it's it's a nice touch honestly and uh what happens just after that well bumblebee encounters death's head and death's head blows bumblebee to pieces and the reason this is important in the marvel uk comp continuity is that uh G.I. Joe crossover that we had in the U.S. doesn't happen in the Marvel UK continuity, so we needed a way to get from Bumblebee to ultimately to Goldbug as he appears in the Marvel U.S. books. Now, 
Uh, something I forgot to mention earlier, these stories take place between issues 27 and 28 of the Marvel US run. So 27 was the appearance of Triptychon and 28 is the first appearance of the mechanic. So we are just coming up on where the events of G.I. Joe and the Transformers affect the main storyline. Now, also in the back of this book, we get a Robo Capers uh, related to Transformers and the Transformers we'd rather forget. We meet a couple of new bots, uh, Handlebars, uh, the Autobot Bicycle, Fireplace, the Decepticon Fireplace, Ticker, the Alarm Clock, uh, no faction mentioned here, and Balloon, who I assume is an Autobot, uh, the Hot Air Balloon, also noted as the first aerial bot. Hey, want to help out this podcast or the website tfu.info? There's a number of ways you can do it. Let me tell you how. You can help us directly by joining our Patreon and enrolling as a student at Transformers University. There, you'll get early access to the podcast as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes peaks and perks for as little as $1 a month. Sign up is quick and easy. Just swing on by to www.patreon.com slash tfuinfo. Another way you can help us is by using our Amazon link, www.tfu.info slash Amazon. Type that into your browser whenever you want to shop at Amazon and a portion of what you spend will be contributed back to us. It's that easy. Finally, you don't become the world's longest running transforming toy archive without some help from other fans. We're always on the hunt for photos of figures and accessories we're missing from our pages. If you'd like to contribute, go to tfu.info slash help for a list of what we need or send an email to info at tfu.info. tfu.info, the alpha trion and omega prime of transforming toys. Now, back to the show. And that takes us to Marvel UK number 115. The cover on this one features Ultra Magnus uh, with Galvatron's silhouette and fire reflected in his eyes. And that's because this story is called Burning Sky. And this is part one and features writing by Simon Furman, art by Dan Reed, who we'll get to in just a moment. Letters by Richard Starkings and colors with a U by Stephen White. Now, this is Dan Reed's first appearance in Transformers book, and Dan Reed was actually an American artist living in France at the time. Uh, and in a pre-internet age, he would FedEx his work over to Marvel UK, and um, that's how he did his job. He worked from France and had this kind of strange uh, arrangement with Marvel UK and with Simon Furman. And, and, you know, in another bizarre and fortunate tale for an American living abroad, uh, he almost bought a ticket on Pan Am Flight 103, which was uh, blown up by terrorists over Lockerbie, Scotland back in the late 80s, uh, but opted for a cheaper ticket because he was a poor, starving artist, and uh, that decision saved his life. Now, he would go on to be the first Marvel UK artist to work on the U.S. book, coming over to do some work in uh, somewhere around, I think, somewhere in the mid-50s. Uh, we'll get to that issue eventually. But this issue, this issue starts out with Ultra Magnus enjoying uh, nature uh, on Earth because uh, the rest of his existence, it's been war. And unfortunately, this peaceful time for Ultra Magnus has been 
interrupted there's an explosion or an earthquake over on Mount Verona. And after he investigates, Ultra Magnus rescues three women in the woods. Now back on Cybertron in the far-flung future of 2007, Rodimus Prime, Cup, and Blur head back to Earth of 1987, and Rekar accidentally gets drawn into the time jump. Back on Earth, Ultra Magnus uh, is stopped by a forest fire. He sends the girls off to get help on foot, and later one returns to warn him of Galvatron, who she has accidentally led straight to Ultra Magnus. And that is the cliffhanger taking us to Burning Sky Part 2, Marvel UK issue number 116, cover by Jeff Anderson featuring Galvatron Victorious as Galvatron is on top of Ultra Magnus choking him out. This one written by Simon Furman, art by Jeff Sr., letters by Richard Starkings, colors with a U by Stephen White. Ultra Magnus and Galvatron, they continue their fight on now Verona. And Ultra Magnus, he's fighting Protect Cindy, one of the uh, Earth women he rescued, actually the one that came back to tell him uh, of Galvatron coming. He is clearly overmatched, and Cindy is stuck in the forest fire. And this fight, this fight gets brutal. Brutal. I mean, Galvatron claws out Ultra Magnus's eyes. Ultra Magnus ultimately wins, but heads off to find Cindy. And we find out that Galvatron is not actually knocked out. He shoots Ultra Magnus in the back. And in the forest, as Cindy is fleeing the fire, stumbles upon some more robots. Galvatron drags Ultra Magnus to the top of Mount Verona to show him his new weapon, a siphon of Earth's core. Yeah, we've heard this story before in other media, huh? Because if there isn't a dam, there's something drilling in Earth's core. Cindy is revealed to have found Cup, Blur, and Rodimus Prime after their time jump. And that takes us to Marvel UK 117. The cover, the good, the mad, the ugly. And uh, the good being Rodimus, the mad being Galvatron, and the ugly being Death's Head. A cover by Jeff Sr. and John Burns. The issue, Hunters Part 1. Written by Simon Furman. Pencils by Will Simpson. Inks by Tim Perkins. Letters by Richard Starkings and colors by Stephen White, and that is colors with a U. Death's Head finds a Decepticon base and attacks Soundwave. Uh, he, in fact, defeats both Soundwave and Laserbeak. Over on Mount Verona, Rodimus Prime convinces Cindy they're the good guys and uh, recounts the ending of Transformers the movie. Back on the summit, Galvatron is speechifying to Ultra Magnus. Turns out he was the cause of the explosion that overturned the girl's bus uh, as he was testing out his siphon. And he's about to throw Ultra Magnus into the siphon when the Autobots arrive. Instead, he throws Ultra Magnus into Cup and Blur, setting up Rodimus Prime versus Galvatron until Death's Head arrives, taking us to Marvel UK number 118 cover by Lee Sullivan featuring... Uh, Galvatron pointing his arm cannon at the viewer. This one, Hunter's Part 2. Written by Simon Furman. Pencils by Jeff Anderson. Inks by Stephen Baskerville. Letters by former 1986 NL Young Award winner Mike Scott. And no mention of the colors with the U, so I'm going to guess those are by 
Jeff Anderson as well. Could be Stephen White since he uh, he has colored everything up through now too. Now, Stephen Baskerville, uh, don't know if he owns any hounds, but uh, he would become a longtime Transformers inker, and this is his first appearance. He would ink for Transformers through uh, G1 and beyond. Uh, he'd also work on Spider-Man titles for Marvel, a pair of issues for G.I. Joe, Justice League, and Green Lantern for DC, as well as some Malibu Comics titles and so much more. Uh, most recently, he worked as a 2D concept artist for video games uh, for companies such as Asylum Entertainment, Blitz Games, and Curve Studios. Now, this issue starts with Rekgar having found the remains of Bumblebee. He has a bit of a Shakespearean moment talking to Bumblebee's skull as he recaps the events that brought Rekgar to the planet Earth. And he has plans to fix Bumblebee. Back atop of Mount Verona. Death's Head wants to claim Galvatron and his bounty. Rodimus cancels the contract and Galvatron fights off Death's Head before taking aim at Rodimus Prime. In the meantime, Cindy tries to wake up Ultra Magnus. Now, Rodimus Prime, he's losing badly as Ultra Magnus awakens and shoots the siphon. This distracts Galvatron long enough for Rodimus Prime to transform and run over Galvatron. Now, this is important because this is the only appearance of Rodimus Prime's vehicle mode in the comics. Rodimus Prime flees uh, to regroup with the Autobots, and Rekgar reveals Goldbug. And so, as I mentioned earlier, Goldbug now exists in the Marvel UK continuity because there was no Joe versus TF uh, overseas. And that'll take us to the final story arc we will be covering in this episode of Transformers University, Marvel UK, number 119, Fire on High, part one. And uh, the cover of part one features Goldbug riding Rekkar by Will Simpson, written by Simon Furman, art by Dan Reed, letters by 86 NL Cy Young Award winner Mike Scott, and colors with a U by Stephen White. At Mount Verona, Cindy explains Galvatron's plan to become a god to the Autobots talks of potential worldwide destruction. Rekgar has an idea. Get Galvatron's time jump device. Goldbug, Rekgar, Blur and Cup attack Galvatron. And in this attack, it's nice kind of seeing Rekgar use his axe, uh, but ultimately, Ultra Magnus is the bait. Galvatron turns his attention to Ultra Magnus, and Rodimus Prime and Rekgar use that diversion find the time jump device because Rekgar needs to override it. In the course of their fight, Galvatron takes Ultra Magnus and throws him into the lava. Uh, Furman uses the terms here, uh, swift, brutal, brutal, and uh, those are uh, what we like to call a Furmanism. And that's where the issue ends with Ultra Magnus uh, apparently dying as we move to Marvel UK number 120. Uh, the cover features Galvatron fighting Death's Head and Rodimus Prime. The art by Jeff Anderson on that. Fire on High Part 2 written by Simon Furman with art by Jeff Sr. Letters by Richard Starkings and Colors with a U by Stephen White. Victorious Galvatron checks on his device because he was kind of worried about that time jump device all of a sudden. Uh, it is missing and Rekgar needs more time to repair it. And that sets up a showdown. Between Rodimus and Galvatron. 
Rodimus Prime, in the fight, manages to short out Galvatron by shooting the power line for the energy siphon, but it only stuns Galvatron, and the fight continues. Death's head joins in. Uh, he has a mace on his hand now, and Galvatron shoots off the mace hand, but Death's head reattaches his right hand to fix it, and Galvatron then suddenly rips off his left arm. Brutal. Rekgar gets the device working, but not 100% sure it is right. Rodimus, he doesn't care. He says, Do it! Do it! Come on! Come on! Do it now! And they trigger the device. Death's head almost has Galvatron beaten, but everyone disappears except Goldbug and Galvatron. And we get a to-be-continued in the 1987 Transformers Annual. And that is the end of our story for now. Thanks for listening to the show. Stick around to hear what's coming up next episode. But first, I want to fill you in on a few ways you can stay in touch with the show. Be sure to catch us on Twitter at TFU underscore info and on Facebook and Instagram under the username TFU info, all one word. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TFU info, where we post all of our podcasts, plus special video segments, reviews, and live coverage of Transformers-related events such as New York Toy Fair and New York Comic Con. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.tfu.info, the world's longest-running transforming toy archive. And that will wrap up this episode of Transformers University. We'll get to more Marvel UK stuff, and we'll get to that 1987 annual real soon. We are slowly, slowly, I know slowly, uh, crawling our way up to episode number 100. And next episode, just one away from that, episode 99. Now, what's coming up? Well, we will be talking about toys once again. Canada, Mexico, Malloway, and stars all coming up for 1987. It's going to be one you don't want to miss, particularly when it comes to the uh, stars Malloway program. So, until next time, once again, I am your host, Anthony Bercali, owner-operator, madman behind TFU.info. Till next time, see ya.